Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's the corner where the treats. Is is this the the passing of the torch, right? Is this what this signifies? It comes down to that that front office and what they feel is most important. The champ is here. We've touched down from a higher plane. Why you made it here? We always look forward to that week because it was always intense. You know that we ain't coming back. We got to the man, the myth, the legend, Dante Hall. My 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 favorite player growing up was Dante Hall. I love you guys and chill, but Dante was my guy. Get to dashing because you done on the war feet. This episode of Chief Concerns is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. We're back and better than ever. A new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE50 to receive your bonus. That's B-L-E-A-V, the number five, zero, believe 50. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Sheep Concerns. Tonight we're, we got a full, we got a packed house with both our hosts, Eric Warfield and Jason Dunn tonight. Fellas, how you guys doing? Awesome. Doing good, man. Doing good. It's starting to get a little chilly, a little cold out here. So, yeah. Uh, other than that, man. I like the cold right, weather. Man, man. Huh? I like the cooler weather. I like this fall weather. I like fall weather. I think the shock of like fall weather and winter kind of rolling in at the same time is what's getting everybody. Uh, I have a, a family member that works over at, at Lowe's, and they said every heater is sold out. Like Damn, already got there, huh? Already, already gone, gone. So I, you know, and you know what it is? He they start talking about little flurries. As soon as they start saying that, over. <laughs> so, so what happened? What's the, they don't have like central air out there, central heat? I mean, you do, but. You know, man, like an old house. I said, that's what it is. It's the shock. It's the shock. Man, that cold, you know how it is. A cold wind when it first hits you. Like, oh, shoot, man. I got to get bundled up, throw two or three jackets on. And mm-hmm. so, you know, they just, everybody's overreacting. Next thing you know, man, uh, bread and toilet paper be off the shelves. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but a lot of getting to uh, this week with the, the Chiefs. Um, obviously, we won. We'll get into that. Uh, um, the whole show kind of preview or reviewing what we saw on Monday. But obviously, since then, we have the trade deadline. Melvin Ingram, we, we, a guy we talked about uh, a lot during the offseason, finally in-house. What do you guys think of that move? I mean, I, honestly, I like it. Um, the one thing I'm not, um, you know, real high on is I think they said he's only had one sack throughout the season. And for a guy like him, of his stature, of his career that he's had, Melvin is, was a beast coming around that corner. So for whatever reason, it didn't work in Pittsburgh. I hope he finds a way to make it work here in Kansas City. Because um, I've been I've enjoyed watching his career at, at San Diego. Uh, but you've also had a boat on the other side that kind of makes things easier. Um, so I'm hoping that, you know, having Chris Jones in the middle can make it easier for him. Uh, so we'll see. But it, 
it's, it's worth a try. We can't just go through the, you know, trade, uh, what is it, midseason uh, trade deadline and, and, and miss out on opportunities that, that are there. You know, we, we um, what I understand, I think Denver is still paying the majority of Von Miller's money. Um, they, they lost a few draft picks uh, to get a guy of his caliber. So um, for a couple of years, hell, I would have done that. But, you know, we got Ingram. I'm happy with it. Yeah, I, look, I, I like it. I like it. I like it because he's going to add on to the defense. He's going to make it better. I mean, that's why you'll get a, a veteran guy with a veteran voice out there to help change the dynamic of the locker room and hopefully just uh, the defense. So this is one thing we know. He's going to give you a little bit more than what you had on the outside this past year. He, he just will. So even if he got one, that's that's going to be uh, better than what we've seen. And because he can play that that rush guy, uh, he can hold up that end. That's another thing, too. You ain't going to worry about him, you know, getting pushed down. He, he's a big guy. And uh, he doesn't have the speed like he used to, but he's still going to be effective. He's going to be good in the running game. Uh, he's going to get you immediate pressure where you need it to be. That way you can use him outside, keep Chris down inside, right, so he can start, you know, causing some havoc. Chris looked good this past week with some of his quickness and things he was doing. So I think – just with him in here, it's, it's, it's going to be better than what we've, we've seen out there this year. Uh, and so, like you said, uh, E, you know, with both on one side, maybe now just a little bit more somebody of a threat, uh, maybe help free up Frank, maybe, I don't know. So, you know, you know that's a good thing. Know. Frank's actually been playing a lot better in the last couple of games, you know, uh, adding more pressures, getting more uh, – Hits on the quarterback, I guess I would say his, but um, he's got a couple of sacks here later, though, hasn't he? Uh, I think he uh, – not sacks. You know, outside of the one, he had a penalty for driving the guy into the ground. Yeah. Uh, I think he's had a couple of uh, good pressures on the quarterback lately. So a lot of pressures. He's, he's making a turn. He, he, he has some good pressures, and that's what I said. I like, uh, you know, uh, Melvin coming in because hopefully with his presence, you know, they can feed off each other. So I'm looking at, man, you have a, a D-line with, you know, Ingram, uh, you got Clark, uh, Jones, and Reed, you know, and all those other guys, man. And just let, you know, this should bolster the defense uh, uh, somewhat. And I think, you know, with, like I said before, just his veteran voice in the locker room would help tremendously too. So now they ain't seem like, you know, it's just Tyron Matthew. You got a guy who's been there before, uh, knows especially, uh, you know, the division real well, right? And so um, to me, I, I think it's, it, was, it was a good signing. You know, we've been pushing for him. Like I said, we brought him in one time, and we should never let him go. So we'll see, man. But I, but no, I, to me, it's, it's a positive. It's no doubt about it. We needed somebody yeah. in here, and he's in here. So, yeah, I'm all for it. Yeah. yeah. Kansas City. And he had a sack <laughs> in week one, uh, but he didn't really uh, – he had me getting a lot of playing time over the last few weeks, which is kind of the reason why he wanted out of Pittsburgh, um, which maybe played to the reason why he doesn't have maybe more sacks. Um but uh, he'll definitely get utilized um, with, with our defense for sure. Yeah. Well, they, they, they got some boys up there, uh, in, you know, in Pittsburgh yeah. defenders. So that's youth. <laughs> so. Yeah, but that, that's, that's, that's a Pittsburgh thing. You know, like they, 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 they get those, those horses for that front seven. So, oh, yeah. you know, they, 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 they go on, they, they get some good picks in the draft. Yeah. They yeah. Gotta fight them. Um, and then also uh, another thing we're going to get into at the end, we make our predictions, but um, today uh, Aaron Rodgers uh, is, is out for the game on Sunday. 
Uh, he has COVID. Um, so wish him the best, but I mean, obviously, obviously, you know, if, if we were kind of a seven and one team, if it was like a seven and one versus seven and one team, I'd be like, Oh man, I really want to see that, you know, the, the battle of both those guys, but we really need a win. So I'm going to take uh, Jordan love all day. <laughs> man, if, if we were seven and one, seven and oh, I would still be happy if Aaron Rodgers was out. I mean, he's one that's proven. You know, there's a reason Stephen A. calls him a bad man because you can't take anything away. Aaron Rodgers is a is a really good quarterback, and to me, he's on a mediocre team with just a great receiver and Devontae Adams, um, and he makes it work with his, you know, with the running back and a one receiver. Uh, they they not the most potent offense, but when they need a score, they know how to go down the field and get it. And yet, on the other hand, you know, we sit here with a a great tight end, a great receiver, a great run, a great quarterback, and we're finding ourselves struggling. And I don't know if it's that we need to get away from the spread offense and just go to basic, just put, you know, Tariq Hill out here, Kelsey at tight end, and, 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 you know, split out one of our other guys on the other side so we don't have, you know, uh, to, 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 I don't know, I, it seems to me like the spread offense isn't helping us. And so, for whatever reason, we can't go for the chunks like we usually do on offense. I think teams have figured this out. And it was just, to me, embarrassing to see. You can drop eight guys in coverage. Actually, you know, seven guys in coverage. Have one guy spy and then have three guys to rush. And there's nothing we can do about it. You know, with the quarterback, the caliber of the quarterback we have, the caliber of the tight end that we have, and the caliber of a receiver in Tariq Hill. Like, there's nothing we could have done about that. We just have to take dunk, think and dunk, think and dunk to just get down the field. It's kind of embarrassing. And it got to the point to where I think it messed with Patrick's head because after that first interception, he was just shook throughout the rest of the game to me. All right. I'll get on that part just a little bit. Let me talk about Aaron Rodgers first, this whole deal with him. And Aaron, uh, all right, first off, yeah, seven and one, seven and zero. Oh, it doesn't matter if he if look if he's not here, it's good. And I look at Aaron Rodgers probably being a probably the number two quarterback in in the NFL, no doubt about it. We had number one, and so I was looking for the state State Farm game. I was, I was, I was, I was ready for it. And I thought that, and I said this last week. I said, you know, if we if we beat the Giants, everybody's gonna be like, oh, you beat the Giants, and it, you know, it was like kind of a you know moment. But this with. Them coming in, taking that type of victory against Aaron Rodgers and that crew, which they have a very good football team on their side, uh, would have solidified like these guys are back, right? And I wanted kind of that challenge. But the thing is, man, uh, Jordan Love's gonna come in here, man. He's not he's he's not chopped liver at all. So he, he's a guy, man. He could throw the football, he could run. Uh, really smart guy, uh, has a good ball. I mean, that's why they drafted him, right? So we, we know when he comes in, he, he's not gonna be. Like some of these other guys, man, he, he's he's got some some really really good talent, and so uh, to him, he's thinking, well, look, now this is one of the best stages I could be on, playing, you know, arguably the best quarterback uh, in Patrick Mahomes, and so that was going to be, uh, you know, the challenge as far as them coming in. Now I will say this, I you know, Aaron Rodgers lying about his vaccination and all of that, man, is is like the funny part. It's crazy, mm -hmm. you know. And I know that's, that's something for a whole different different time, but that, to me, I, I I just shook my head, man. I was just like, "Yo, that's that's wild uh, about it." 
But, you know, him not being there. De- Devontae Adams and Lazar was out last week, right? That was a two. Yeah. Now he's out. So the time is going to be thrown off. So this right here is kind of like that perfect storm. Everything, oh, he, you know, now you ain't got the top guy in. Now we got uh, a Melvin Ingram in, right? And so because some new things just happening, man. I'm, I'm excited to see the game. Yeah. Uh, now, I, I will say this, E. Uh, I, I look at it. I don't think it's – I mean, you can kind of call it a spread offense. Uh, yeah, because it's not traditional like, you you know, like we say, right, you know, uh, uh, running back, fullback all the time, one tight end, two tight ends. It's, it's a little bit of that. Uh, and a lot of my question, man, had just had to be with, you know, what are we doing with Josh Gordon? That's part of the problem. And, uh, you know, getting another guy out, getting open is what I think part of the issue is. Uh, the second issue, and I think actually is probably the, the number one issue, is running the football even more. And we didn't we we did it this last game, and we were very effective. I think, and I, I'm, this is me, my opinion about it. But it seemed that because that was part a lot of the game plan, running the football, you could see some of the receivers and everything just being off about the offense, right? It didn't have that click, right? It's not sexy, you know, running the football for the Chiefs with Mahomes and all of them. They want to throw the ball down the field, and I think it, it just to me it just seemed like that it didn't have that like. Uh, uh, that synchronism of things, sync, you know, syncing everything together like it should, like the, like the, the the tempo of the game or how they do on offense wasn't the same. And I think if they learn how to get that balance, man, they're going to be all right. I, I think that's what it is. Um, but, you know, when, when you start running the football, you just can't become predictable when you run it, right? That's part of the problem. So. And we'll, uh, we'll get more into um, this kind of takeaways of the, of the Giants game. Right now, we're, we have a guest coming on to uh, kind of go go through all the topics with us tonight. Uh, his name is Maurice Brown. Goes by Reese, right, Eric? Yeah. All right. All right. So, Reese. Reese. Okay. <laughs> Looking forward to meeting Reese. There you go. There we go, dog. What's up? There we go. Yeah. Go on, Reese. Good, man. Huh? What's good? Oh, nothing, man. Just sitting here chilling. Hey. E, you know me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no. You know how I get down. <laughs> What's so up? I was with telling you? the man, like, you know, uh, I don't really know how we met. I think we met on social media, Twitter. And hell, just no, kicked it off no. then and, 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 and started playing golf and been cool ever since. Yeah, well, actually, uh, what happened, take it back, my nephew, when he was there, remember he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He introduced us and we uh we just started talking on, on Twitter and that was it. Then golf and then a lot of trash talk, stuff like that. <laughs> it is what it is. Look. <laughs> <laughs> you know how I do me. <laughs> and so what's uh what's your take on the weekend, man? Like I know you have a lot of opinions, and you you voice them very, very loudly on Twitter. Okay. <laughs> well, well, let me start off by saying, I always start off by saying this, man. I didn't play in the league, but I know what I see. I I've been around it enough, and I and I've seen enough to know what I'm looking at. Honestly, it all comes down to this: the defense, for one, defense getting better. They got them young boys out there lining back. They getting they getting faster out there. They getting better. 
I'm gonna leave Sorensen alone because he got enough heat on him already. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm gonna leave him alone right now. But I truly believe Patrick Mahomes having that foot injury, not being able to do his normal all season work. Eric, you know, athletes they they like they like routine. When they, you get them out of their routine, they're not right. So I believe he's trying to play catch up during the season and he's pressing and he's rushing. All he got to do is calm down. But having that baby and that foot surgery, not been able to work out in the off season like he normally does, I truly believe has messed him up. His footwork is probably looking the worst I've seen since Texas Tech. In all honesty, uh, the offensive line, I tell people, man, listen, we got the offensive line, you know, the, the Average Twitter person just, oh, man, we're going to have the best line in the league. No, it's going to take time for him to jail. I wasn't expecting for him, but at the same time, you can help them jail by running the ball more. We see what Derek Gore did when he got in, and I don't care if nobody said he's our best running back. I've been thinking that since preseason. Hmm. He's our best running back on the, on the roster. Uh, as far as, you know, Elaire got good feet. Not such great vision, you know what I'm saying. So, I, 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 but, but, and and Williams got good vision, but he's not quick enough. I think I think Derek Gore is the perfect running back for us right now. You know, what I'm saying unless we can get lucky and get the dude out of Michigan State draft next year, man. You know, what I'm saying then that'd be enough stuff. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. But I just think it's it, it's a lot of. I think it's a lot of fatigue also. If you want me to be honest, I think it's a lot of, you know, I don't think people understand going that far in the playoffs every year, how we're on you mentally, emotionally, physically. This is the toughest sport you can play physically on your body. You know what I'm saying? So, and that's why you tell people about the Patriots every year. Like, the fact that they ended every, was in the mix every year, that that shows some, some toughness, some mental toughness. Because everybody's not built for that, man, but I just I, I think it's enough time to, to get it going, man. You know what I'm saying? So look, let me I gotta take my paw. <laughs> no, I don't know, man. I, I think there's a lot about football that that affects people's um uh play throughout the season. And right now, for me, just my understanding and my pers- perspective of what I've seen, I think Pat to me, Patrick started out a bit a bit cocky. I don't think it had anything to do with his foot. I don't think it had anything to do with his, with his kid. I think he started out a bit cocky thinking that, okay, we're the same Chiefs that we came from behind in the Super Bowl. We came from behind in many other games. If we get behind, we can make the plays to get us in, um, where we need to be to win these games. And all of a sudden, we fall short. Whether we don't win the first down, we don't get a touchdown, or we get an interception. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll get better the next game. You get the same things happen. So you're right. still thinking that, okay, these are just little mistakes that we can get past these early in the season. Now all of a sudden, you're close to midway of the season and you're looking at your stats that have never looked like this before. Never. You got the announcers and everybody else that's explaining to the world, Patrick has never lost a game in September. He's never thrown an interception in September. He is Mr. September. All of a sudden, you've thrown all these interceptions. You've got these fumbles. 
You got these losses. Everything that's put out there about you is not living up to what everybody's saying. So mentally, it's starting to bother you. Then all of a sudden, you get stuff with your family, whether you got your brother, your wife, and people have little antics that's going on. Social media is like big and it's, it's killing them. He doesn't have to read it, but you're going to notice it. We all know that. All right. And then it comes down to last week's game. They came out. I think he was ready for it. All of a sudden, he makes one little crazy play to jump up and throw a pass, and it's picked off. Now he's bothered. He's shook. I'm going back to the old stuff of what people are saying about me. Man, I done been there. I done been there where people are like, oh, you know, he sucks. He's getting burned. I can go out there and play great games, and all of a sudden, I hear somebody in the stadium, in the stands, and they say something that catches my ear. Boom. I'm thinking about that. And so I think mentally certain things are starting to affect Patrick, whether it's stats, whether it's losses, whether it's the team as a whole. I think he is mentally not on the same schedule as what he's, a, as what he's used to. Somebody told me, I think it was J.D. that mentioned that he needs to uh, go talk to LeBron or Steph because he's kind of in that same line like, They've been to the success. They've been to the top. They've had, they won championships, but they've also had to learn how to handle adversity. They've also had to learn how to handle stuff off the field. You know, Steph with his family, LeBron with his mom and whatever, whatsoever. They've all had to deal with this kind of stuff. And I don't think he's at a point to where he's able to deal with it yet. And also with Andy Reid. Andy's had to deal with two of his kids in crazy situations. Uh. So the team, to me, overall, I just think that they are all in need of something mentally to cleanse them, to get them on the right track. I still think we got talent. We, we all know we got talent. We got a great team. It's just that right now things aren't falling in place for us. Nowhere. You don't see Tariq Hill missing this many balls that turn an interception. You don't. Gee, you don't he, see he thinking, let's be um, real. He's he, he thinking about that big payday. You know, you know that. He pressing. And a lot of us are. A lot of us are. And a lot of this chit chat that's on the outside and on social media is starting to take effect on people. Yeah, they need to shut it out. You know, and as much as they want to say it's not, look at Tyron Matthew. He's a prime example. And he had to come back and apologize for it. And so it's tough, man, to either be in the game and say, okay, that's, that doesn't bother me. Yes, it does. Because you're going to look, you're going to notice it. It's going to catch your eye. As much as everybody wants to say it's not, even with LeBron, even with KD and all these other guys, it's going to catch your eyes. It's going to get your attention. And when you start seeing things playing into what they're saying, then you're really bothered. And I just think right now, Patrick just needs to be rewired somehow because he is way too talented for the throws that he's making. He's way yes. too talented to be breaking out of, the out of the pocket as soon as he's doing. And even with a lot of the other guys, we just need to – Tune it in somehow mentally and get back on pace. But how though? Is that is that on coaching? Uh, hold on, I, let, let me say this. All right, and, and I think both of y'all make pretty good points. Okay, uh, what I'm seeing, and I agree with some of the things y'all saying, but also too, and and I'll, and I'll tell you where. So you know when you was talking about just offensively, we we got to realize we have a whole a, a brand new offensive line, five new guys out there, five. And so we got one guy who was a right tackle who's playing left tackle right now, okay? We got a left guard who's coming from a new, you know, from a team. He's got a good payday. 
who has a, a center who's a rookie right there beside him in, in, uh, in Creed. Creed has a, a rookie beside him in Trey Smith, and Trey Smith has a rookie pretty much in, uh, in Naeem. And so the thing is, and, and I, I, I see what you're saying, Reese, you was talking about one thing that will always solve up the defense. And what this line does well, they are big guys who like running the football. Run blocking. Listen, Trey Smith is a dog out there, right? We know that. When he came from, from college, we talked about all the attributes that he had as offensive lineman. You know, being nasty should have been chosen number one. Now, look, here's the thing. He's going to be going against all pro defensive tackles every week, lining up, experienced guys. And so what he was doing in Tennessee – he wasn't seeing that, you know, in the NFL. So I was like pass blocking. That's a whole different thing. Like you got to, you got to grow into that. Unless you're just like really good working at it all the time on the offensive line, it's not going to come that easy. And when I we was doing that film study, you could tell the levels where Thony was an all pro guy, right, and Trey Smith, and you could see where Trey Smith was just getting pushed back. Now, I think a lot of the ill starts with that because the tackles hadn't been uh, as exemplary as we thought they would be, right? I mean, I'm just gonna be honest. I, I, I they've been struggling a little bit. And but so, Jason, on, on, on top of that, don't you think he he drops back a little too it, far? It, it's been the same drop back. It's it's, it's been the same. And I, I'm looking at the film. And the thing is, what what teams are starting to figure out is, you know, you you get half a man when you're playing defensive end, right? Your thing right. is not to get your hands on the guy. But the thing is, our guys can't be, get back fast enough. You know, they're not. Like I said, we got a guy who was a right tackle playing left left tackle this year. All right, that right there is just a whole different technique getting his body right. So when you kicking out, you watch how these defensive ends are just beating him to a point, and all of a sudden you see that I'm, I'm watching the, the this heels click. Right, if we watching our offensive lineman, offensive line to tell you anytime you click them feet, you beat. You done. You done. And so we, I, I seen a lot of that just studying them, just watching their feet. Not as good. Same thing. Patrick, when he's out there, I think a lot of it is some of the shell shot, right? Because he's still trying to trust that line. That's, that's a lot of it, man. That's a lot of that trusting that line. So I, I think you got like the perfect storm we talked about, not just the line being new, trying to trust those guys, but also too, let's just go to the like the off-field things, right? Like being a star, it's, it's hard to be on top all the time, to be great all the time. And especially with Twitter and all these things, it's constantly in your face. Like you don't have a, you don't have a window to mess up. You know what I'm saying? You, you, they don't give you a rope. And so when, when, when people talk about him, either he sucks or he's that good, right? Shoot, when he was making those throws, everybody loved it. Now when the throws are not coming like he's throwing it, I mean, he's still making the sidearm throws. He's still doing phenomenal things out there. But you see tip passes. We see things that they're not customary to, right? Turnovers. And so – what they was talking about, they were just looking at the stats. Man, this turnover right now, for what it has been, a lot of it has been that, you know, uh, tip balls, you know, playing in those windows. And defenses, I say this, and I'm going to stick with this. Tampa Bay has put out a blueprint on how you deal with Kansas City. That's what they wanted to do. Like you said, E, look, we're going to drop seven, okay? We're going to rush four. See if they can hit home. If they don't, the seven going to drop back there. We're going to spy Patrick. We, and we'll go to that field. But they double Tyreek, you double Kelsey, and you let everybody else beat you on the outside. 
I'm not going to let those two win. Let those other guys beat you. And if you're not running the football, it's not really a threat. And so teams know, look, I'm peeling back. As a defensive end, I'm coming off that football to come get them because they're going to throw it about 40, 50 times a game, right? I mean, you, if, if you're a defensive end, you think you're going to get your numbers up this week, at least have opportunities. Dave, can I ask you something? No, like you, you played in the league, I didn't. I, I just find it weird that the Packers can find ways to get Adams open, and that's all they got. Yeah. Like, like why, why can't our coaches get one of those two guys open? Like, what, what's wrong with the scheme where they can't get them open? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, like, yeah. like I don't understand. This dude's 107 catches a year. Two words. What's two that? words. Aaron Jones. They got a running back, right? And you know they're going to they're hand it off to him. And he's gonna he's gonna go get his yards, right? So but just like I said earlier, though, JD, JD, that's what? still two players, Adams, Aaron Jones. We got Mahomes, Kelsey, and Tariq Hill. And and to me, I, I like McKinnon out of the backfield. He's been doing a great job catching the ball with you know playmaking ability. Yeah. Now he's not the running back to get you downhill the rush yards that you need. Now we just discovered that Gore might be the guy for us. Right. Well, it might change up things. So but to so me, we've been, so yeah, we've been so dependent on our offense to where we want the chunks. We don't, we kind of, our only quick plays are the screens. Mm-hmm. We throw that little screen and, you know, get whatever you can get out of that to read. That's the only quick thing that we like to go to. We don't like doing slants. We're not big on hitches. We do some crossing routes now because they've kind of taken the top and, and, and covered the top of us. Mm-hmm. I so, just think that as a coaching staff, we got to learn how to adjust to make the offense easier uh, to get points and get yards. Right. So the way that we run our offense, and if you if you think about the numbers, right, Devontae Adams, he was number one receiver last year. Okay. Uh, uh, Toya, the tight end, I think he was like top three in tight end and receptions or receiving yards. I know at least top five at the time. You got Aaron Jones, who was, who was making, you know, a lot of hayway uh, in the backfield. Then you got Lazard, who was a good receiver in his own right. And the other guy, didn't, you know, uh, uh, you know, the I can't think of the three-name guy. Scanlon. Yeah, Scanlon, you know, he, he was just dropping balls. But you, you have a legitimate threat. And so they, the, the way they run their offense is different than what we run our offense. When we play action, you don't see people biting on it anymore. We, they ain't biting off our play action. They don't have to, right? They talk about RPOs. Well, look, we're gonna, they're going to show them seven in the box. They daring you run the football. That's what, it, that's what it is. They are daring you run the football against them. And they know because that's not your primary offense, they're not going to do it. They know that. And like he said, they're looking for the chunks. They're going to try to throw the, the ball open. Devontae Adams runs precise routes. He's the best route runner in the NFL right now. Precise routes. That's why they call him the best receiver because he's so crisp in the things that he does. Our, our offense is more geared toward kind of the little guys getting open finding the window, right? Because you got a guy that's going to get the ball to you. And that's the way I see it. That's why I think Gordon, get the, not, I'm sorry, not Gordon, Gordon is getting lost in the, in, in the shuffle because he's right. not a smaller guy. You're trying to fit a, a, a big peg into a little peg, right? You're trying to take this guy and fit him into your offense, and it's going to be a hard time because it's like, well, wait a minute. Some of these things we don't really run. We don't really run some things to a big guy, right? So, you know, we But you think Andy Reid, he, he's his offensive genius. Shouldn't he be able to say, okay, this is what we do, but let's – like, Gordon, I don't care what nobody say. Like, I'm a big fan of uh, Josh Gordon. You know what I'm saying? Like, You're too. 
Yeah, I, I believe he still got a lot in the tank. I don't know why we're not using him. Like, use him. I mean, come on, man. Like, I, t- I tell people all the time, I say, if you want to break down my top five just physically gifted wide receivers, he's in my top five. Well, Calvin Johnson, Randy Moss, Terrell Owen. Just, I'm talking about physical ability. Yes. He's in yes. my top five all time is just pure physical talent. And I don't get it. Like, why are we not using him, man? I don't get it. Make it, it make it work. It, and, and the players are saying he's still dynamic, right? And that's what right. we're talking about this. Like, look, it ain't me talking about how good he is, right? I know we've know, we seen him. We know how good he is or how much what we think. But the players, Kelsey, you know, Mahomes, Tyron Magic, all these guys are sitting there saying, man, yo, this guy right here is a beast out here. He still got it. True. We should be throwing the ball to him. So they still in all of what he can do, uh, skill wise, physically. Right. So you're right. Why? What? How can we not be using it? How much of a, uh, how much of that is the playbook though? Because I, I know for the last few weeks we've been saying, oh, he's still learning the playbook. He's still learning the playbook. But at what point yeah. is? I mean, it's been what three or four weeks now. I mean, at what point is he gonna? Mm-hmm. If that is the issue, <laughs> you, you you got you got a big truck in a little little man's race. That's what it is. I mean, they really <laughs> You know, doing flips and, and, and reverses and, you know, the spins and motions. That's our offense. And so, you ain't going to have Josh Gordon going in motion and, and getting the reverse. Not now. Not right now. My thing is, utilizing. Look, if, even if you want to just cut down one side of the field, take away the double team. You won't do that? Get this guy. Man, my, my perspective on that whole situation is, I don't know, because we don't get to see practice. There's something going on in practice that we don't get to see. J.D., I get your point on what the players are saying. But the players are saying what they're supposed to say. That's your teammate. You're supposed to say he's, 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 he's still got it. He can still do this. He can still do that. I don't see any reporter saying Josh Gordon did this to the defense. I don't see any of the guys saying, oh, he had a standout practice. So for there's something going on that we're not seeing because they're not throwing him the ball. They don't have men on certain plays. They don't even play him certain a, a lot. So there's something that we're missing. Now, I, don't his, know. He, I, I think Monday night, man, he had – he was in there probably about 30, 40 plays. Yeah, a lot of snaps. Okay, but how many snaps. plays was he looked at, though? That's my – but that's my point. That's, why, that's my point. He, if you, listen, you, you played ball, y'all played ball. How can you double two people? That mean, that lets me know he's one-on-one. Yeah. I, ain't, I haven't even played in the league, and two things I know. They double two people, the other side of I'm literally blind Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill on the other side of the field. And I'm on the other side, I'm letting my dog see. I'm going to count that box. I'm going to say, okay, we got seven in the front. That's what I always liked about Peyton and Brady. Forget my numbers. I'll do what's easier. Oh, okay, let me, let me come out this huddle, count this box, four down line and three linebackers. You know what? Let's run. I mean, I know that, and I'm sitting at home on the couch drinking. They gotta see that. Somebody gotta be in that boy head and say, hey, we're gonna give you a pass play in this huddle, we're gonna give you a run play. You go out there and count that box. And I believe some of that too. He steps up and he he predetermines. Oh, this is why I'm gonna go with the ball. And then he, you know, he like, oh, it ain't open. Now he starts running. You know what I'm saying? And that's my thing too. I, I noticed a lot of that too, like Reese, because he Patrick already has in his mind was his first who his first read is. Yeah, that first read ain't there. He ready to take off and go either left or right to see what he can find with with, a, with some kind of spectacular throw. Yeah, just stay in that pocket. Shit. Let's, 
Well, that's a, that's progression, though. You, you're supposed to go through your first week, first and second week. He ain't, but J, we understand that, J.D. He's just not doing it. Uh, He's already in his head. This is who I'm going to. Yeah, that's well, what okay. Saying. So so you got pre-snap read, right? Pre-snap right. read, but also, too, you're going through your progression, one, two, three, just based off what the defense gives you. The thing is, look, he's going to throw the ball to the guys he's tru- he, he trusts, right? I mean, you know, I'm looking at this. If I see 10 out here and I'm no Travis Kelsey, I'm going to trust these guys. These are, these are the guys that are going to eat for me all the time, right? They're going to come in through come through when I need them. And so some of that, we keep forgetting that Patrick Mahomes was able to maintain a drive and extend a play with his feet. Probably one of the better ones in the league. And I, everybody didn't really see it coming about how good he was as a scrambler, right? He's really underrated as far as, like, running the football with his feet getting first downs. Uh, to me, to be honest with you, I think he's one of the best as far as, like, you know, kind of underrated quarterbacks just getting the first down and extend the plays, right? Yes, so he keeps the drive going. And so what teams are starting to figure out, look, the spine, the spine. Matter of fact, what they did in that in, in, down in the end zone, they had a guy who was, it was nickelback, and he spied him the whole time. Same thing with Tennessee. Tennessee did the exact same thing. They spied him. And he said, as soon as he takes off, you got to be right there in his face. So Patrick was good at extending plays. Now, going back to the offensive line, when you're trying to extend plays and the offensive line is not as stellar as you want them to be, it, it, you know, you got a clock in your head. Every time you go back, you got a clock in your head. And then all of a sudden, you get a swipe on the back or a little push right here. It changes things. So defense is just running schemes. They're doing things to just keep him disrupted. And I like what you said about his feet, though, Reese, because I think now, because he, he's been trying to extend plays, do things with his feet, it's kind of getting him in trouble, right? Defense is all the same thing. Like, look, let's push him over here. And I said this against the Tennessee, you know, Bud Dupree was coming from one side. They got Trey Smith the other side, man. They was trying to run a sandwich on Patrick. They was trying to get him pressed in, right? The best thing you can do is keep him in my pocket. If he rolls out, make sure he rolls, you know, toward his, his, his right hand. But I just, man, to me, it, it's a lot of things. It's a number of things, man. But I do think a lot of it is kind of an offseason. Um, maybe it's stardom. Uh, those things. I think he still worked out. I, I don't think he missed not I don't think he missed not one workout. You don't but think so? No, no, not at all. Uh uh-uh, uh, not at all. I I don't think he's not a guy that's lazy as far as like uh uh being responsible with his body and things. I, I don't see that. No, I'm not saying lazy. I'm saying did the injury allow him to? I'm not saying he was lazy. I'm just saying as far as from the injury because his footwork. Yeah, but you got to work say, more. He, he on, never, he never had though. the best. He never had the best footwork. Period. But this is probably the worst I've seen his footwork since he's been here. It's probably it looked like Texas Tech foot footwork. He's he's good, man. I just man, I think it's a lot of his trust. It's a lot of it. Look, look, trust in the line, trust in receivers. You know, like you said, I, we've been getting away from it for a long time, right? Mm-hmm. And we we had this uh, false sense of security, okay, that we can't, we could be down three touchdowns and come back. So when you're thinking in your head, you think you got the Superman cape every time you come off, every single time you come in. And that pressure of just being at the top all the time is getting to him. It is. You know, like, man, please talk to LeBron, talk to somebody who has stardom, who knows have to deal with controversy and not being the greatest right now, right? How do you how do you work through those things? How do you get to that point, right? To stand on top. Shit. Call Tom Brady if you need to. Look, Brady, look, listen, I know we rivals, but I want to talk to you. 
right? So, uh, shoot. Now, I want to shift gears here before we go to the uh, the, the film review uh, portion. Uh, but outside of Mahomes, obviously not looking right. Um, they're, they're having turnover issues that aren't just Mahomes. You have Kelsey fumbling, Nicole Hardman fumbling. Um, trying to think, Byron Pringle fumbling. There's, there's a lot of different turnover issues all over the field. Uh, and then sure. on top of that, the turnover or not turnovers, penalties. I think we had th- 13. We, we I think we matched what we had in the Super Bowl, which was which is a, a lot. Um, what, what are your kind of takeaways when you see that the kind of lack of discipline uh, with the tur- with the penalties and then also with the the turnovers as well? I mean, is that because la- last week JD you said that's just something that's that's a me- that's a mental thing that's just in our head now we have the turnover monster in our head. Mm-hmm. I, ha- I mean, how do you get over that? Mass practice, you know. For as far as I understand, that's a practice thing. You work on those things and trying to correct them, like the grabbing. If you if you're in coverage and you got a guy breaking inside out of a route, you got to learn how not to grab. You know, get your feet work. Understand the the, the offense as it comes out, uh, of what the receiver is trying to give you. You know, if you got inside outside coverage, take advantage of that. You know, kind of what Reese brought up to, the, to not mention with the Dan situation. Uh, on the touchdown that he gave up, he's supposed to be outside leverage, and he gave up the outside because Willie Gay was on the inside. There's no way he's supposed to get beat on the outside, but he gets lets the guy get on the outside. But as I mentioned on, I think in our group text, there should be a, not a situation to where we should leave Dan one on one with the receiver, any situation, and That's we've been doing that quite a bit. I like Dan down in the box. I, that's where he belongs to me. Like a hybrid linebacker. Yeah. Thornhill is our deep guy. He's our safety. Let him stay back there. And for whatever reason, we put Dan in situations to where it's not conducive to him to make those kind of plays. And every single time it happens, you see Dan one-on-one with the receiver. And we just got to take him out of those situations. Hmm. So, so let me ask you. So, you know, we was doing this before with Dan. And Dan was playing well. He was getting away with it, if if you will. And so – this year, he's not doing it. So, like you said, is that, hey, look, you know, he's not getting it done. We got to put Thornhill in, right? So, I guess it's based on what you can do as opposed to what you did in the past, right? Because it's like, man, he's, he's past couple years, he's been doing, you know, fine for us, right? But now, this year, kind of giving it up. Kind of giving it up. And, and, and look, I'm saying, man, I hate calling guys' names out. I do, man. But, you know, another linebacker, you just ain't playing – we need to be playing. Just, <laughs> you're gonna say it. It just, you know, it, it's you can see, uh, you know, where the, the, you know, the weakness is. So, do you like? Okay, do I do I stay loyal to this guy, or am I trying to win? Right. So that's why, man. As a coach, you got to make that hard decision. Listen, you know what? Hey, I love you. Hey, you're the greatest guy to me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, true. I give you extra hundred dollars, but I'm at the bench. You have to sit on this bench for a little bit and watch, you know. So, uh, you know what? I, you know what I found strange today. Did y'all see Devontae Adams' uh, press conference today? No. Every, every everybody on the defense. He didn't know people's name on the defense. He said all of them by number, mm-hmm. but then he said Dan Sorens by name. Yeah. And I'm sitting there and I said, you know what that means. You know what I'm saying? Like, they already know this is the guy we need to go after. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how do you know? Like, they got 22 back there, you know, 38 doing cool. And, you know, Dan Sorensen back. I'm like, 
Out of all the people you know his name, I'm like, I know what's happening right now. <laughs> but they need to make some adjustments. Like I said, he should never be in cover. Period. You know what I'm saying? So they need to hybrid linebacker him. Uh, I'll, I'll probably get Neiman. Get Neiman out of there. He'd be situational. And let, let Dirty Dan be the third linebacker, basically. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because Hitchens, I hate to say this, uh, like I've never been a person that hate Hitchens. You know what I'm saying? So, but his spot, that young boy from Mizzou, Bolton, his Hitchens spot is gone. Yeah. You know <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, you might as well just go ahead and let him be the third linebacker, man. Let uh, let him run with them young boys, Gay and uh, Bolton. Yeah. And I think since Hitchens didn't play on Monday, I think that was kind of the reason why Neiman was getting those reps. So maybe it's kind of like a, a little swap when he comes back on Sunday. Maybe he gets the Neiman reps from this past week, hopefully. Um, but all right, we're going to go to the other uh, film review session, which last week our viewers really liked. Uh, so the way this works is I, I went through Twitter and kind of looked at the, the plays that were kind of the most talked about amongst Chiefs Kingdom on Twitter. Um, and we got one bad and one good from offense and defensive side. And then uh, one play that was talked about a lot um on twitter so we're gonna roll the tape here we're gonna start off uh here uh play that's been referenced already multiple times on uh, the show already um let you guys take a look at this one that's a lot of time back there i what you guys? What you guys notice there? What, what kind of stands out to you guys, Ian? Hey, hey, hey Mark, can you can you give a full speed first and then slow it down the next one? I I I slow I slowed it down. I don't I don't. Oh, have okay. Yeah. All right. Just, yeah. Just let it play for a second. Okay. All right. So I I see like like he said, man, it's it's bringing three, right? Bring three. They've been bringing three the whole night. Yeah, drop right. eight. Drop eight. You see the guy right there, you know, it's Brian Patrick. They, it's a good pocket. They're giving plenty of room. But we know right here in the red zone, especially going in from the five, it's tighter windows. That's a tight window right there to, to get guys open. Because now all you see is white jerseys. And so everything, all the, all the windows and stuff is going to be condensed. It's going to be hard to get it in there. Now, Pat comes up on this, right? He sees it. Jumps He's in. throwing it too hard. Too hard, man. Yeah, too hard. Hot, hot potato. He can't handle that. Hot potato. It's there. Touchdown. Yeah, it's there. But go back to it. Okay, go back to it again. I want to see the coverage on everybody else. See what we're doing. So you got doubled up top. <laughs> we see it up top. You got doubled, doubled everywhere. He's zone in the middle. Well, you know, he's the only there. person that's sitting in a zone. Yeah. So, so Kelsey right there is bracketed, right? Mm-hmm. Tyreek's bracketed. Yeah. Josh Gordon's open. Can't cover everybody. Can't do it. Yeah, because Gordon man peels off right here. Yeah. Boom. So, Pat, Boom. so Pat right here is trying to he's, he's trying to extend the play with his feet because now everybody's not covered. That's why it looks good like that, right? Third down. So if you if you're a quarterback, you know, give him a threat, you're gonna run the football, somebody's gonna come off. They're looking at you. Just hard throw. I said that. I mean, honestly, on that, I don't have a complaint. He did, like you said, just a hard throw. He shouldn't have threw it that hard. Yeah. 
I mean, I ain't nothing you can really do about that, man. They came off of him. They seen him about to take off. They came off of him. He's he wide open, man. Ain't yeah. Yeah. Hey, it's, it's football, man. Sometimes shit happens. Yeah, exactly. It's a bad bounce. All right, so that was the bad. Now we're going to go to the good, and we've also kind of referenced this. J.D., what do you see here from the yellow line? Look at that. They are at three yards downfield. Yeah, downfield. Look at that push. He don't even get touched till he's five, six yards downfield. That's beautiful, right? That's bad. That's textbook. Yeah. Pause it right to pause it. Boom. Helmet on the helmet. Look at that That push. Go back a little bit. See, you already got six in the box, man. We we got the numbers right here. It ain't it's shooting post running football, right? This is it. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay, seven. Still seven. down. Still you running on seven. Yeah, absolutely. So you see the double team right here on the D tackle going up. Got like Travis Kelsey, got the defensive end. Uh, who is this? Is this Pringle down here? He gets 30. I believe so. so yeah. yeah. Watch, watch that push, though, before yeah. he even get the ball. Watch, I mean, they don't push him off the ball two, three yards before he even get the ball. Watch that push. Shit. How do you don't I don't understand how you who's that Trey Smith on that pool? That's Trey, yeah. Smith, Trey Smith's yeah, helicopter. That's, that's where he knocked his helmet off. Yeah. Look at that. Come on, man. How you man? We gotta run that ball more. Look at that mess. Yeah. Yes. That's what I'm talking about. That's pretty right there. That's, that's what that is. That's what I bet you, hey, he probably don't like saying this, you know, him being on defense. But you know, I don't, I, I don't mind it. I don't mind putting my head. I don't, I don't mind getting in the mix. So the thing, the thing with our run offense is that defenses are going to always think that we're pass first, always. Always. So if we're running, if we're running the ball, we're always going to have the first step on them to go downhill because they're going, they're, they're ready to get up the field, up the field for a pass or to drop back and cover. That's why the linebackers are so slow. So we have those, but when they know we're going to run the ball, like we, I think we ran it back to back. But when they know we're running the ball, we don't get that same push. Yeah, we don't get that same yardage. Uh, or, or yeah, the hole's not as open. I agree with you. It's like it, like like I said, don't be you know predictable in running the football in that in that that play, right? Now play action, right? You soften them up a little bit with the run game, so they got to honor it. Look, you got to make sure the team. I truly truly believe these defense coordinators are telling, no matter how much they run on, do not bite on play action. Reese, this is one thing they're going to do. This is a a copycat league. So, whatever success that you have on a team, the previous team, Green Bay is going to watch the same film that every other team has played against us. Mm -hmm. They don't have to to tell the coach, they're going to watch the same exact film to see what. What advantages do they have and what disadvantages that they have? Yeah. I mean, that's that's beautiful right there. That is, boy. That, that's, how, that's how it's supposed to look. You say it's textbook, that's running football. That's look, that's physical football right there. And all them guys right there in the middle, all, every single one of them. I'm joking, they got two cheeseburgers on their chest right now. They they running the football. They want to run this. Come on. Look at look at Trey Smith. Look at that. Finish him hey, up, hey, right? Could, could us uh, not running the ball as much? Could that be the coaches not trusting the running backs we have? Because when we had uh, Kareem Hunt, we ran the ball a lot more. Mm. That's a dog, man. You can't compare him to any anybody we got in the back. That's, but that's right what I'm now. saying. The coaches trusted him, so yeah. he got you know we they ran the ball. That's what I'm saying. Could it be so they don't I, trust the running backs completely? If if Gore could do the same thing next week, I guarantee you it'll it'll change the offense up from from here on out. 
he Kareem Hunt was an every down back. He's a guy that you could have on every single down, right? Mm-hmm. Kareem Hunt. And so that's why I like Gore. Gore he, he's a natural running back. You can see his vision. You can see how he's setting it up. He's just running through the guys. I, look, and he's, he's toting it hard. He's, to, he's tough. He's hitting the hole. He's hitting it. He ain't waiting. I'm going to give you a name right now. Yeah. You might not like it. If he doesn't sign with the team next year, I think we we can kind of go after him instead of getting somebody in the draft because he's still a young guy. Okay. And that's Pollard, that's Pollard out here in Dallas. He has he has looked really good this year. It, no, he Pollard, Pollard, Pollard has looked he good. Looked, the he, last looked better, he looked better than Elliot. He looked better than Elliot looked. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Do you but you know, you think you think Pollard's every down back though? He ain't your every down back. Oh, I think he is. Yeah. You think so? Man, I seen this dude in action. I'm talking about it. Dude is, is is running through the holes. He's great catching the ball. Yeah, He's great on short yardage. Pollard for his size is a is a great every down back. What's his pass With, pro like though? Huh? His pass protection. You know that's gonna be something big. What up? There's a reason. There's a reason that Ezekiel Elliott carries it down. His playtime is down. They got to give Pollard time on the field. Yeah, right. I know what you're saying. He's dynamic, no doubt about it, man. He, you know, he's good. I like Pollard. Um, and the funny thing was, at the press conference today, Gore said he was surprised he got as much um, as much playing time as he did on Monday. He, he wasn't expecting to get much playing time. That he, you know, they went with a the hot hand. I wish, I I wish he got more because he didn't hardly get much in the second half. I wish yeah. he got more. I, I don't understand that. I don't understand what happened in the second half at all. I think he got like three or four carries back to back on this drive, and then the second half he got three the entire uh, entire half. See, that's that's that's, 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 that's that stuff. Look, I'm trying not to cut. That's that stuff I don't like. Boy. Like he, <laughs> he he's a hot man. He you know how I get down. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, fighting, I'm fighting my stuff in. Yeah, but that's the stuff I don't like, boy. Like if he's hot, he's hot. Like I'm telling you, even the offensive line, they to me. They even block harder for him. Like they know he's gonna pick the right hole. He's aggressive. I don't I don't know, man. To me, they can block better for him. He kind of it reminds me of Thomas Jones the way he runs. As a pure man, I tell you what, I, I can't sit here and pretend I know what it's like to coach. I do know what it's like to play. I don't know what calls to make during certain down and distance. So I can't sit there and say what a coach should and shouldn't do. But I also think that we need to learn how to make adjustments during games to make play easier yep. for our personnel. Right now, we have a difficult time of trying to adjust to what defenses are doing to us. And we don't like the little dink and dunk. I saw somebody commenting that we're going to the Alex Smith uh, offense. Okay, that's a part of an adjustment that we got to either live by and make work for us. Because right now the offense that we've been running, it just isn't working. No, it ain't. Like I, t- I tell people all the time, I said, man, if uh, Alex Smith and Jamal Charles are playing right now, well, they be eating against this type of defense. This this is right up there. You know I'm saying, yeah, like Jamal, oh, I got a light box. Alex, oh, I got to do throw, you know, ten yards in. Cool. They be eating right now, man. But, but you know, they they not gonna give that to you against this against him too. Yeah, no, I know they would, but I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. I know they wouldn't. No. But I'm just saying, if it's mad. So, uh, we just, 
the next play is the uh, the bad from the defensive side, and um, this was some this is a play that was alluded to earlier um, in talking about the game. So, E, what do you see here that uh, you commented on earlier? Where are we at? This is this is sourcing <laughs> on the out route, Evan Ingram's out route. Yeah, his alignment is, is outside, and how he let the guy shake him to get out there, I don't know. Don't you already got you got Willie Gay sitting on the inside. He coming got to you right now, sliding yeah. over to you, but you already lost your leverage. That's terrible. <laughs> Man, I just think right now Dan is in a is in a in a vulnerable situation because from the start he's 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 had mistakes in the games, and so it's like I don't think he can go anywhere or look anywhere without seeing his name in in, in some sort of negative way. Uh, yeah. You know, when you get called out personally by Shannon Sharp, who's like on one of the biggest platforms right now, you know, it's going to take effect. And yeah. Dan has been taking it every single week. And this is something that I also noticed before, before this play was happening, I was, I was watching this exchange between Willie Gay and, uh, and Wharton. And we had talked on the show how communication has been an issue. And, yeah. and look at this right here. They're not ready. They're not ready. That, that right there affects See, little things like it in football, we talk about inches. Little things like that affect every single play on, on the field. You know what I'm saying? Let's just say Chris makes uh, a little bit of pressure coming up the middle, right? And having, you know, having him with an errant throw. You know what I mean? Like I, I, this right here where you take yourself out of the play hurts everybody else. But this Dan should not get beat, without a doubt. His alignment is relationship-wise. You're on the outside. You know you got help on the inside uh, with Gay. There's no reason you get beat outside. Why are you going for the inside? Why are you going for it? You don't have to go for it, right? Let him have it. Yeah. yeah. You, you know where your help's at. If you know where your help's at. Matter of fact, be physical, right? If you're right. going to do anything, throw him off his route. Make sure you push him back inside. You push him push back him inside. Him. Right. Because my thing but, is this. Look, okay. if, you play outside, if you play outside, they hit you. Okay. But look at this here, though, Reese. Huh? Look at this here. The, the, the nickel up top does the same thing. He lost his leverage outside. Did? I never even noticed. Let me see. Dude gets outside of him, too. Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> I didn't even notice that, E. What in the world is going on? See, that's just on this, that, that right there. That's young. That's young. That's, you know what I'm saying? That's you up there at top and down source. And like you said, that's. That's 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 lack of confidence, right? Like you said, he's playing on eggshells right now. Once a guy gave like that silliness of of putting him up, starting a what's that, a fan page or whatever, like to get him out of his contract. Go fund me. Man, that's ridiculous, man. Seriously, I, funny, ha ha. But it, I mean, seriously, it, it wasn't funny to me. You know what I'm saying? Did he think a pick? Did he think a pick was coming? A run <laughs> route or something? I don't understand that. I don't know how he's not getting his hands on his bad eyes, man. That's all it is. Bad eyes. When you're looking at too much up here when you should be focused at shoulders, chest on down, and you don't lose leverage. Because all that shaking and stuff, he can shake all he wants to. When you keep yes. your eyes and focus on the part that you're supposed to focus on, you don't lose that leverage. First of all, he's already telling you he's inside. So you should know that. But again, both guys on the inside lost leverage. Yeah. And I don't understand. If that's where you're helping, and if they beat y'all to the inside, man, you just shake their hand. If you do your job and, and get beat, I mean, all you can do is shake their hand. 
But when you don't do your job and get beat, um, I never even noticed that. That's terrible. I'm looking at this. He didn't really give him a whole lot. When you look at it, he didn't really give him all that much. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. When they showed it during the game, he gave, yeah. he gave a nice wiggle. Yeah, he gave him a nice shake during the, in the game. What they tell you? You put your hands on him, right? Let let, let him run the space. Let him run the space. Put your hands on him. Get physical with it. Dan's not a corner, man. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I know safety. Shoot, safety. You should, you should be putting his hands on because you don't want to cover nobody no way. But again, JD, <laughs> neither one of the guys got hands on them. Both guys lost leverage. Yes, yeah. As you notice, uh, Tyron Matthews' reaction, like his other reactions, with uh, Dan's mistakes. He knows the call, man. Everybody knows the call. Everybody knows the call. He's like, come on. That's yours. You're outside. You know you're outside on this. All right, so that was the bad. Now there's some good here. Uh, this is Willie Gay, star off the game. Yeah. But you know what? He Guess what? He had inside help on that play. <laughs> So, look at him. Yep. He was. He had inside help. Corner said, cool, you want to go inside? I'll let you have inside. And look yep. what happened. The same thing they should have did in the uh, red zone, in the end zone. Boy, he jumped the hell out of that route, didn't he? Yeah, he did. <laughs> and even the, the pressure on this play, like Frank Clark had no field. Yeah. Who? Who? Frank Clark had no field. <laughs> Double nickel. <laughs> Boy, you silly! I didn't even say that. I didn't even say. <laughs> but all in all, man, uh, Gay has come out and done some excellent things in, in his return. So I just hope he can keep it up and stay and stay injury uh, stay free. Man, I he jumped, man. That pressure should be like it all the time. We should see Clark, uh, Frank Clark back at every play like that. Every yeah, single play. Hopefully uh, Melvin Ingram, too. You know one thing I've never liked about Frank Clark? He really don't have moves, like pass rush moves. No, he, he got that. He got that. He got that speed move, and he got that uh, that little fake spin he do, and every now and then he'll do a little spin on you. But to me, he don't even have great hands. I don't, I don't know. I never was a big fan of him. I love his attitude well. I used to like his attitude, <laughs> but not no much, you know, it is what it is. But with, with Ingram, hoping we get Ingram out there, we can slide Jones back to the inside because that boy is a true defensive tackle. Yeah. yeah look at right here. Look, look how he, he kind of pulls back because, you know, like you said, he ain't got that move. Yeah, he has no moves. And I never thought he, even in Seattle, I, I was like, he's a product of everybody around him. They made him look better. I'm not saying he was I'm like I, he's a good player. You know what I'm saying? But the people around him made him look like a great player. You're talking about Reed? Yeah, yeah, just everybody on that Seattle defense. Oh, I yeah. Think. But he don't I, I never thought I'm like, man, he don't have any moves. Like he's aggressive though. And when he's healthy, he's real aggressive. He just I don't know. And so this is the money. The last play of the uh, film study here um, is third and goal play, which at the end of the game, which a lot of people have been commenting on Mahomes escaping the pocket, pretty much being the symbol of him, you know, escaping the pocket a little too early. Um, so this is diff- two different views here. So Same thing, three-man rush. 
with a spy, a nickel spy too. That's a corner spy. Yes. The spy doesn't do anything until he takes off running. That's right. Oh, yeah, sit there I, and catch that ball as, as long as he wants but, to while he's in the pocket. But see, he, I think he probably was looking at Travis. But That's that spy right there is the reason he didn't throw it. Cause, no, because he came oh. back left, and then Travis came over. Travis, no. Travis he's, he's look, he's bracketed again in this. Right. Same same defense. We said before on the top of the on the top of the film up top up top right on the left the left uh, video. Go back, Marcus. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna go through them because I seen this on the field. That's Josh Gordon up there. That's your matchup. Okay. That's what what you Throw that fade route. Throw the fade route. Throw it up to him. Right. He decides he's looking at Travis. Right. He was going to be bracketed. Okay. The other linebacker because he got a uh, Williams coming out the backfield, but you see the safety comes down with the corner. Right. Travis actually beats him. So right. Patrick trying to extend the play, right? But the there you go. The nickel's on him so fast, right? Fast guy. That's what cuts it down. He just find him the whole time. As soon as he takes off, he is gone. You got a fast guy on him, it, it throws everything off right here, right? So, so the whole point is he's leaving like the he, pocket too early. He, he doesn't did. have to. Yeah. That's a, Wait, that's a clean that's a clean pocket right there. It's a clean pocket, but like I said, man, it, you, you got to realize, especially down here within a five or ten yard line, it's going off on you. You don't have a much room, so you know the, the thousand one, thousand two, thousand three, thousand four. He knows that those guys, those tackles, they ain't gonna be able to hold up all that time, right? It's a drop Jimmy, back. It's a three man rush. I get he it. He better. You got two blocking here, two blocking there. One man is not even in the play. So, so you see, right? Okay, it's a three-man rush. So what it you was do? A three-man you know, rush the entire game. But listen to no, but listen to it, right? So you got Creed, okay, and you got a uh, uh, right, on the D tackle. The tack, the left tackle, right tackle, uh, have one on one. Okay, he steps up because that's the pressure he feels. All right, he's looking downfield. Heel up top over here. He's double team. Travis is double team on the inside. When he takes off to the left. He's trying to extend the play. That's what he's doing. He's trying to extend the play. If we understand it, that. We get that yeah. part. But why but are we you saying one? why are you bailing so fast? Is so, what we're getting at. We know what he's doing, he's supposed to do, but why are you leaving? You you are bailing because the timing is going off in your head. And that's where the strips come from the back. That's what I'm trying to tell you. So the thing to him, he's running to the side because he knows the pocket's coming around him. Look, it's it's pocket awareness. He can feel all of that, right? A quarterback, you're feeling everything around you. Okay, I that's why it's mostly PTSD from all the previous games. It is that, right? And that's why he's battling. That's why. That, that's why. So, but, okay, JD, we get that, but that's what we understand. But it's it's the entire game. You, it, it's a three man rush. If you notice, it's been happening all these games. Okay, take a chance. It's a three man rush. So what you do? You you just sit back in the pocket. You're waiting for guys to keep getting open. You know what you I'm saying? You don't have to run out of the pocket. You can take two steps up or take two steps to the right to the left. It's he just did. about foot movement, foot movement, pocket presence. That's what it is. Okay. He, he's doing this, right? He, he, he did just like you said. He's moving up, right? No, he's not. He's ready to no, run. No, he's tucking the ball. That okay. Let's, listen, look look at the plate. Okay. He moves up, right? When he's moving up, he still sees, like, the same thing, right? That guys he's are double teaming. ready to run. Yeah. He's looking downfield. He, look. No. <laughs> All right. Watch his head. Look. Watch his head. Bad guy. Just check him out, right? He goes to Travis first. Don't see him. Now he's looking for heel. He's looking Man, for go. Don't get it. Yeah, he takes off. Now he looks back inside again to Travis. All right? Watch his read. Just watch what he's reading. 
JD, he took, he backed up, so he did his drop. He looked at the spot. He takes off running to the left. Once that right foot hit, he's gone. Right, he's gone, boy. He's but gone. This is my, right. I don't, I don't know what his, I don't know what his reads is. But ever since Tampa Bay, like you said, they bracketed him. Tyreek and Kelsey. That, I got right. this. I got this six four, six five, two hundred thirty pound person over here, man to man cover. I don't care what they tell me my read is. That's going to be my read. In the end zone with a fade route, Josh Gordon, I'm taking that chance. So, so, so JD, you're, you're just saying that it, it's kind of uh, – he's still getting those old lines, kind of a lack of trust kind of deal. Is that what you're – I mean, is that kind of what you're saying? Yeah, the guys are breathing from the back, right? He steps up, okay? And the thing is, he's looking for us. He's trying to extend the play by running to the left, all right? The thing is, this guy's spying him. He looks – over here, actually, to the, to the left. He's trying to throw this right, this comeback route on the outside. That's his next read. Heel to the outside. This guy's closing in on him. Now he goes, he's looking for Travis. By that time, the, look, this is, to me, that was probably the greatest call right now as, as a defense coordinator. Get a fast guy to spy him. So when he takes off, you in his face right now. I mean, this guy runs him down. I mean, I mean he, Jenny, I, I, we, we see the play. I'm just trying to base it off what I – I want to know why. I understand he's dropping back looking at one read from what I see. He looks to the right. He takes off. That spy guy is not – wait. The spy guy is not going to move until he runs out of the pocket. Okay. All Patrick has to do is step up, look to the right, nothing, look to the left. You could have waited until whoever's running across the field is is coming. The spy guy is not going to move until Patrick takes off. Okay, let's say let's say Patrick. Okay, we're just okay. okay you going off? Let's say I'm not. I don't know. What no, no, saying. I'm, I'm, I'm saying no. You saying he should he should move till Patrick takes off. So Patrick stays in this window, right? The guy's sitting right there. He can't throw it to Kelsey because that guy's right there in the, in the path of throwing it to Kelsey on the inside. Kelsey is a double. It still team. gives you more time, though. Look, I, listen, e, I'm telling you, it's and it is it's trust. It is PTSD. You know, he's trying to extend the play. You know, and and looking. You know, out there in the, in, in the regular field, you know, it's different. It's the same thing. You know, he's been – look, he's, he's been getting a lot of pressure this year. And the thing is, I'm not – look, I'm not making excuses for Trav, uh, uh, for Mahomes. I think right here, I know what he's thinking. I know exactly what he's thinking. I know everybody's seeing it. But I'm looking at double team, double team, single up top, single up to the right on the outside. You got single up to the outside. My, look, my matchup immediately coming off this ball would have been the Gordon on the outside. That's me. That's just me as a quarterback, right? But does he trust Gordon, and does he trust whoever's down here at, on the left side? Is he trusting him one-on-one? Apparently he's not because he's not looking at them first. He goes to two, immediately to the two guys he's double-teaming that's getting double-teamed, right? Like you said, there's one or two reads. Kelsey, heel. Then he goes outside. Oh, too late. I get it. That, to me, it's, this is – a lot of this is just trust, man. I, I don't think – when people are sitting there saying that, you know, Patrick is, you know, he's bailing, he's doing all this. Man, he, he's been doing that. It's been working. But now everybody's sitting back, like, because you got the blueprint. Okay, give him pressure. But, Jason, have, has he been bailing so fast, though, in previous years? No. Because and, and I understand it might be a trust issue, but at mm-hmm. some point you just got to say, you know what? Because I, I watched him that first year mm-hmm. make Demetrius Harris look good. <laughs> yeah, and if, you know what I'm saying. So Reece, so like, I'm one hundred percent with you. My thing is, I don't. He's never done it so quick. 
Patrick is a playmaker. Yes, he's dealing with the PTSD of the things that have happened to him previous games. He is bailing too quick. Is he capable of making these second and third reads? Yes. I think he's just so bothered by the previous things that have happened to him in games, whether they've been, you know, hits to him, the, the kick to the head that knocked him out, the, the bad the bad force throws that, that have turned into interceptions. I think all of that's kind of played into it to where he's bailing trying to make a play too quick. Can he spend an extra second or two in the pocket? That's it. Yes. But that's where a quarterback coach or somebody on offense got to say, look, Pat, we noticed this. Try not to bail out so quick. Try to look at the second and third read. We understand who you are as a playmaker. We have confidence in you. We need you to have just a tad bit more confidence, maybe one second or two seconds more confidence in what we're doing up front. Just don't bail so quick. Mm-hmm. Can't do it. Sorry. Sorry, coach. Hey, I want hey, to so okay, That's making an hey, excuse. I'm just hey, trying hey, to say what you're trying to get I'm telling you, as a quarterback, look, if you've been getting pressure, coach, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. But if I done got knocked out, kicked in the head, all those different things, I'm going to have PTSD. Ask everybody who has PTSD. PTSD. So, what, so we pull him out then? Huh? So pull him out? Right. What's that now? So pull him out of the game? Who? Patrick. No, why would you do that? Shoot, let him do what he does. Why would you tell him he can't, let him, he can't stay in the pocket? Let, let him do what he can do. Let him keep doing what he's doing, right? He, all they're doing is, like you said, they dropping seven. It's, it's different. So you form. can't be a quarterback coach and try to give your guy a little bit more confidence. You can't tell him give him a second. Hey man, you can tell him whatever you want to do. Hey, look, I'm, but I'm, I'm, I'm asking you, JD. You, you, yeah, I'll tell you, I, I saw I do like you. So, so are you basically telling me you can't help your player to get that one second more confidence? So I, 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 I I'm asking you a question. That's all I ask. Yes or no? What's that? Give one more second. You can't. You, ask, you can't. You can't be a coach to give your your player one more second. It's gonna come off the offensive line for doing that. Okay, this oh it's those guys in that room. No, seriously, look, man, it's those guys in the room. If I'm talking to him to stay one more second, yeah, I get it. I can tell him that. But not, look, I'm not the coach. I'm not in the fire, right? I'm back here like this. Coach, did you see the, Did you see this big ham hock hit me, 328 pounds, kick me in my head? Did you just see that last week? Did you see my eyes sitting over dangling? You want me staying here for another second and a half? Okay. It's football, J.D. I, Aaron Rodgers, you know, I know what it is. Hey, I understand hey, that, man. You know what? I know what it is. Absolutely, JD. You are a coach, man. How you sit there and sit there and say like you can't tell your you can't tell your players? Okay, I need y'all to block a second longer, block this much. Yeah, longer. give it time. I need you as a quarterback to either give us one more extra second before taking it out of the pocket. I understand what happened in the previous game. So I'm gonna tell you as a coach. This is why I would tell him. I'm gonna do it like this. It means give me some more time to throw the football. I'm gonna get on my office line, and give him enough time, right? Because he got to see it, and I'll do just like this. Hey. If them suckers don't block for you, take off right now. They don't block, take off. No, man, you don't do that. You know better than that. <laughs> okay, so we're going to go to our last, uh, our, our last segment of the uh, predictions portion here. Um, so this Sunday at 425, our Kansas City Chiefs will be hosting the Green Bay Packers on Fox. Uh, I think it's the uh, America's Game of the Week. Um, Chiefs were a one-point favorite, but now uh, with the Aaron Rodgers being out of the game, we are now an eight-point favorite at home. Uh, so... What are your score predictions, and who do you guys have in this one? You know what? If we were playing the greatest show on earth, Super Bowl winning team, I'm still going to go with my my with my, with my Chiefs. So uh, I don't care who we're playing, who's at quarterback, or who's playing on defense. Uh, I'm picking my team to win. So for this game here, I'm going to go 28-23. Right. 
Solid. I, hey, listen, I always pick the Chiefs. I don't care. They didn't hurt my feelings many a time, but I'm always, even when these two suckers were playing, they, it hurt my feelings. <laughs> and I'm always going to go for the Chiefs. I'm going 27 20 us. And don't be trying to base it around my score. <laughs> uh, you go, well, we know how you count them books, so I ain't worried about your stuff. <laughs> All right. I'm going to do this. Okay. And I think being out, I'm, 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 I'm rooting for these dudes, and I'm really looking at 34 24. Okay. Wow. Jeez. High score fair. High scoring. Yes. I think I think this is the one where everything flows together, right? Patrick ain't bailing in the two seconds, like these guys always say. He's, li- he's listening right, to the green eyed bandit. He's listening to the green eyed bandit giving out. Stop bailing. You only got three man rush. All right. <laughs> Look, he did a good job actually check down the last week. Do we not agree with that? He did a much better yeah. job check down. He did. Yeah. He did. That's the yards they got from uh, from the running backs out of backfield. Yeah. But I see right here, man, it's going to be convincing. This is the time and opportunity for everybody, the naysayers and whatnot. This, this is where you put it all together. Get ready for the run. Yeah, the, uh, the total points of this game before Rodgers, uh, COVID, um, it was 56 points. But uh, at, when they adjusted the spreads, uh, the total points of the game is, is now 48 points. So I'm taking that. Shoot. Well, I need to call. I need to call. <laughs> <laughs> well, is is, is uh, sports betting illegal in uh, Kentucky yet? Well, you know, you can do everything all over. Oh, they got the Kentucky Derby. They got, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, that does it for us. Thanks for tuning in to Chief Concerns presented by Bet Online. Reese, it was awesome having you on, man. Love, love, love getting you on. Appreciate you coming on. I apologize yeah. for getting you on so late. That's all yeah. good, man. It's all good. <laughs> we'll get you on here again. All right. That worked for me. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.